emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmin. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmin's. Dr. Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly. But we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I 
do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time. And that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, we are so very excited that you've tuned in to part two of Justice or Just Us, our conversation with educator and activist, Kelly Williams Bolar. We hope you enjoyed last week's show. We got some great reviews from those who listened and um, if you missed last week's show you can always go back to Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Radio.com and even MichaelNimmons.com to listen to part one of this powerful series we're calling Justice or Just Us. Iconic uh, comedian Richard Pryor talking about the inequities that exist within the American criminal justice system and talking about uh, black people in the 70s and yet this statement is true even today justice when black folks go to looking for justice all we get is just us justice or just us and we continue this conversation part two of our discussion with uh, activist and educator kelly williams bolar so excited to have her on the show with us on tonight but before we get into that, we have a big announcement about our next guest for October the 8th, next Tuesday at 8 p.m. We've got a big guest coming up next week, director, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, DYC, Anthony White, is going to be our very special guest on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Just confirmed that with him on uh, yesterday. So excited uh, that he will be on talking to us about their run on America's Got Talent, some of their experiences behind the scene and life after America's Got Talent. They've just been uh, living, uh, <laughs> living in abundance. Let me tell you some of the things that he shared with me. Uh, I just can't wait for him to share with you guys. I'm telling you, they have just been um, living on cloud nine since uh, their uh, run on America's Got Talent. And I just can't think of a better group of young people to have had these kinds of experiences and just so godly proud of this young man and uh, can't wait. 
to have him on the show again. Director of the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White, is going to be our very special guest this coming Tuesday, October the 8th. Life after America's Got Talent. You don't want to miss this show. I guarantee it's going to bless you. Also, in our What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about what you're thinking about, we're going to be talking about the guilty verdict handed down to police officer Amber Geiger for the shooting death of Botham Shimjean, her neighbor, claiming that she did not know she entered the wrong apartment uh, the evening of his murder a year ago. And uh, we're going to be talking about this case as well as the guilty verdict in just a few minutes. Also, we're going to be talking about iconic pastor and civil rights leader, Dr. Charles Adams, retiring. That's right. Just announced on today. We're going to be sharing with you uh, a little bit about this iconic leader in our What Are You Thinking About segment. And rounding out the topics for our What Are You Thinking About segment, where we talk about what you're thinking about. Ty Scott King, Christian hip hop artist and poet, just released her new video for Glory. You all remember her. She's been on our show several times. We want to give her a big shout out doing our What Are You Thinking About segment and give you a little snippet of the song Glory. Again, she's been on our show. Just want to send her a special shout out during tonight's show. Also, we've got a powerful thought of the week in store for you talking about the benefits of tribulation. I guarantee this is a thought you do not want to miss. So, as I said, guys, this is going to be a great show. We're talking to educator, activist Kelly Williams Bolar, talking Amy Geiger uh, and the guilty verdict and iconic pastor Charles Adams, uh, Ty Scott King and her new video, plus a dynamic thought of the week. Like I said, powerful show. All that being said, let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where where you absolutely disgust me. A dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? up everybody this is the what are you thinking about segment for the october 1st edition of the thinking out loud radio show 
The music you're hearing in the background is from CHH artist Trip Lee, my man. This song is entitled I'm Good. We're telling the devil on tonight's show that I'm good. Regardless of what I'm experiencing, regardless of what we're going through, regardless of what tribulations and trials come my way, I'm good. I am good. We're going to be talking more about that in our What Are You Thinking About segment. That's right. But nevertheless, let's get into our first story of the night. We're talking about Amber Geiger, a former police officer. Verdict was handed down today. Guilty of first degree murder. Former police officer, according to Raw Story, Amber Geiger was convicted of murder in the shooting death of Botham Shim Jean. You remember, he was a young man. Uh, minding his own business in his own apartment. This 31-year-old Geiger shot and killed the 26-year-old in his own apartment after she mistook his residence for her own on the floor above. And jurors were tasked with deciding whether the deadly force was justified, reported by NBC News. And um, jury deliberations started uh, yesterday, Monday, this uh, September 30th, 30th, around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And um, the verdict was handed down on this morning, Tuesday, uh, that she is guilty. Former police officer who was in uniform but off duty at the time of the shooting faces up to life in prison. So sentencing has not been handed down at this point, but it should be coming very soon. But um, for me, justice, I believe, has been served or is being served in this regard. You know, very few police officers uh, have been charged, indicted and convicted with uh, crimes, um, uh, you know, related to uh, police brutality, uh, police murders uh, of uh, civilians and uh, especially uh, people of color. And I think this, um, in this regard, is definitely a precedence that the the Texas, the state of Texas, has set. Uh, you know, and I, I, I truly, um, you know, applaud Attorney Benjamin Crump and his team of prosecutors that uh, really took uh, the uh, state of Texas to task, the police department to task, um, in, including uh, Officer Amy Geiger, uh, for um, uh, the uh, senseless killing of this young man minding his own business in his own apartment according to her story she walked in saw his silhouette she was in the wrong apartment and she shot and killed him uh fearing for her life um and i i'm it's just uh, a very sad state of affairs and um our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of uh, both them, Shim Jean, his mother, Allison Jean, took the stand according to CNN first at Amber Geiger's uh, sentencing hearing Tuesday, hours after raising her hands in jubilation over the rare murder conviction of a former police officer in the death of her son, both them, Shim Jean. The rare murder conviction. Note that word rare, because uh, as you know, there are officers that have not, have been either fired or put on administrative leave, but have not been been charged or indicted or let alone convicted of um, crimes against civilians, particularly in the black community. And of course, we know about uh, Eric Garner, um, Sandra Bland, 
there are several other police officers that um, are responsible for the uh, deaths of uh, black people in our community and have yet to be charged or indicted uh, or let alone convicted for uh, these crimes. And um, I'm just um, uh, happy, of course, this verdict does not bring both of Shim Jean back to us or nor to his family, uh, but it begins the healing process, the closure process for them. And I think the next step, as um, his attorneys uh, have expressed, uh, that a, a lawsuit should be filed against um, the police department there in Texas for their shoddy handling of this uh, of this crime. I believe there were text messages that were were deleted. Um, there were things that were done to try to cover up uh, the murder of this young man. And he was a God fearing young man. He was a praise and worship leader at his church. Um, it's just a shame that his life was taken this way. Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Allison Jean. Um, you know, we've posted this article on our Facebook fan page, and those that have seen it, of course, have expressed their uh, jubilation over uh, the the verdict handed down uh, in this trial. In this case, Amber Geiger should face life in prison for. Uh, the death of this young man at her hands. So love to get your thoughts and feedback about this story. Also, also on another note, noted Baptist pastor, according to Detroit Free Press, Pastor Charles Adam retires after 50 years serving in Detroit, Michigan. Adams, 82, senior pastor at Hartford Memorial Baptist Church, will step down officially on Tuesday and to be replaced by his son, Reverend Charles C. Adams, who has been helping lead the church for years. According to Thomas Williams, chairman of the uh, Dionel Ministry at Hartford Memorial Baptist Church, we thank God for Pastor Adams, who has led this church with Christian love, truth, and generosity for more than 50 years. Just an iconic a figure in um, Detroit, across the country, civil rights leader, um, marched with the likes of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Harvard professor of divinity and theology, uh, just a tremendous uh, giant. Here is just a brief clip of Dr. Charles Adams' eloquence and dynamic oratory during iconic civil rights leader Rosa Parks funeral take a listen when they crown him Lord of Lords I wish I had 10,000 times just to thank you if I were Chinese I'd say oh dear if I were Danish I'd say manga tart if I were Italian I'd say grazia if I were Hebrew I'd say toda rada if I were Greek I would say Eucharisto if I were Japanese I'd say doma arigato Portuguese, I'd say obligado. If I was Spanish, I'd say muchas gracias. If I were German, I'd say danke schön. If I were French, I'd say merci beaucoup. If I were Russian, I'd say spasiba. If I were Kenyan, I'd say ashanta. If I were Nigerian, I'd say eje pupu. If I were Zulu, I'd say india bonga. If I were Sutu, I'd say keyali boha. If I were deaf, I'd say... Thank you. Thank you. Praise your name. Amen. 
I remember attending um, his anniversary. Um, I believe it was 70 years or 75 year anniversary where friend of uh, the show, Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor, intellectual, um, uh, gave the uh, keynote address at this celebration. So just a tremendous man of God, servant of God. Uh, thoughts are with him and his family. Uh, just enjoy your retirement. Um, I, our prayers are definitely with you that your latter years will be even greater than your former years. We thank you so much for all that you've done serving this community uh, well. You've done a, a tremendous job. Our hat is off to you, Dr. Charles Adams. Thank God for you and for your service to the city of Detroit, the people of the state of Michigan and across this country and even in parts of this world. And finally, Ty Scott King, good friend of the show, hip-hop, Christian hip-hop artist, lyricist, poet, just a phenomenal woman of God, uh, dropped her official uh, video for Glory. Um, we have posted this video on our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. You guys got to check it out. You guys got to check it out. You know, she is a fixture on the thinking out loud radio show. We've had her on several times. She was just on recently um, sharing with us this new single. In fact, let me just give you a little snippet of this new single glory. Check it out. There you have it, guys. Shouts out again to Ty Scott King, good friend of ours, good friend of the show. We just thank God for her and her witness. Check out this new song and her video at our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. We are truly, we truly are a fan of hers. We want, we want you to support her music and uh, check, check her out. I mean, follow her on, um, on Facebook at Ty Scott King, on uh, Twitter at Ty Scott King, and Instagram. Instagram at I am Ty Scott King just doing a phenomenal phenomenal job in the kingdom well that was the what are you thinking about segment for the October 1st edition of the thinking out loud radio show uh, we get ready to take our first break of the night again if you want to make a comment or ask a question about anything we covered go uh, feel free to hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show drop us a line at contact at michaelnemons.com or just go to our website. Leave us a comment there at michaelnemons.com on our TOL Radio Show fan page. We love to hear from you. We're getting ready to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting right into part two of our interview with educator and activist Kelly Williams Bolar. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back.
You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you get you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95, or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. This is Derek Mason, former All-Pro wide receiver of the NFL. I'm sending my man Michael Nimmons a special, special two-year anniversary with the Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. I am so proud of you, man. Keep doing your thing. Let's make this two years turn into four and then four into forever, man. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is radio host Michael Nimmons, and yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Wow, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. I'm just, um, you know, listening to you talk about this and share your story um, is really just, uh, you know, it, it, it reveals the, the inequities within the criminal justice system and, and um, you know, you know, it's just it's it's sad to see how this all played out, and um, and so according to your bio, there were several celebrities and activists um, that got involved in your case, and 
you know, Reverend Al Sharpton, Roland Martin, Julia Sheehan, Mayor Kevin Johnson, Leah Remney, Sean P. Diddy Combs. You know, at what point did that that um you start to get this uh um uh, did your case start to gain some notoriety and you begin to get contacted by these celebrities? Well, what happened and this is what I understand, uh I have a very sweet dear auntie uh who lives in Georgia. And when she heard when we called her, you know, sobbing and I was telling her what happened. I don't know if it was me or my mom, I don't know who called her. Somebody called her. I was so depressed at that moment in time. I can't tell you verbatim exactly what happened. But what I do know is, is that my auntie, she is a wonderful woman. This woman decided to take it upon herself to stay up 72 hours. She didn't sleep. She got on this thing, and she said, I'm going to learn how to uh, write on the Associated Press. You know, you get the Associated Press down at the bottom of the television screen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can see what's, mm. what's newest news. So she learned how to put that thread in. And she put that thread in. And let me tell you something. It wouldn't have never got to the magnitude it had gotten back in uh, eight years ago if it hadn't been for her. She put that thread in. And she made it very known. Mom arrested for uh, sending her kids to her parents' school district. Mm. When she did that, it took a whole life of its own. Believe me, it would not have been able to do what it did if it had not if it had not been for my auntie. And she stayed up, and she learned how to do that. That is not, she said, believe me, it was not easy. That is something that's just not given to people. You understand? You have to research and learn how to put those threads in those associated press, in the associated press. So when she did that, next thing you know, I started, uh, let me see, Leah Remy, she was probably one of the first people. She actually called. Like, she called. It was no team call for her. She called, talked to my dad. And uh, I remember that day so easily, so easy because I was like, who are you talking to? He's like, this is Leah Remy. I'm like, Leah Remy? Leah Remy? Mm-hmm. King of Queens, right. Yeah. yeah, you know, I was like, oh, that was so cool. You know, so I'm standing beside him on the phone, and then next thing you know, our phones just start lighting, lighting up like a Christmas tree. Like, it would not stop. Like, everybody was calling. Then, of course, I think um, we joined at something so deep in our own community because like Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, um, um, uh, oh my gosh, um, Santina's dad. Um, <laughs> Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. How can I forget? Why did my brain freeze up like that? Um, they called and they were like, and they had their team on and they were like, listen, you know, your phones are probably bugged. I mean, this was deep. You would have thought we were definitely in the 60s because they were saying your phones are they're bugs, believe me, right now. Hmm. Just watch what you're doing, watch what you're saying. You have to be very careful right now because and this is serious. You know, we were like, oh, we were scared to death. Uh, we were get, you know, we got some we got some threats and stuff. We were absolutely scared. And people are crazy. Um so yeah, that's how it that's how it happened. And next thing you know, all these people started calling. P. Diddy got involved. He was he was um very he was an activist in it. I mean, he was 
um, on the radio stations. He was talking, you know, on our behalf. Um, and, again, people were focusing more on, on me because I was the female, the mom, than they were on my dad, um, even when we both had the exact same charges. If they still were because I was the female, yeah, I was the mom, you know. I mean, that's the only thing I can that's the only thing I can rationally uh, say, you know. And um, but my goodness, they all came. Whoopi Goldberg, Sharon, um, Osborne, you know, all of those people. They all came to my rescue, um, and they absolutely helped save my life. Anyway. Wow. What a tremendous story. What a tremendous story. I know you are enjoying our interview with educator and advocate uh, Kelly Williams Bowler. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And she's really just been sharing with us some of the details of um, the saga that um, she was involved in eight years ago when she um, falsified her home address so that her daughters could go to a better school in a better school district and you know, just again, um, uh, highlighting some of the inequities that exist within uh, well, what we normally refer to as a broken, broken uh, criminal justice system. But, you know, as Director Ava DuVernay says, you know, the criminal justice system isn't broken, it's designed, it's doing exactly what it's designed to do. And that is put black and brown people behind bars. And, and, and Kelly is not the only uh, mom that, um, you know, has gone to jail for what is called district jumping. Um, there's another uh, woman by the name of Tanya McDowell who went to prison for enrolling her son in the wrong school district in uh, 2011. McDowell, a homeless Bridgeport, Connecticut mom, was arrested and charged with first-degree larceny for enrolling her then five-year-old son, Andrew, in a school in neighboring Norwalk. Um, I believe she got t- a 12-year sentence uh, for that. Uh, and she was homeless at the time. And, you know, so um, this isn't just um, a one off or, you know, a um, uh, a one time instance where uh, a black mother is, um, you know, wrongfully charged or, um, you know, uh, used as an example, uh, you know, in this particular case. But we can see how. um you know, this is, uh, you know, we can see the effects of it. And, you know, it's just really sad how, how all of this played out. But I want to get to something that uh, Kelly, uh, I want to get to something that R&B artist John Legend said uh, in the aftermath of this uh, sentence that was handed down to um, Felicity Huffman. She, he says this, I get, I get why everyone gets mad when rich person X gets a short sentence and poor person of color Y gets a long one. The answer isn't for X to get more is for both of them to get less or even none. We should level down, not up. I want to know from you. Um, what do you think of this statement? Do you agree with it or do you disagree? Well, this is John legend is trying to make a statement of saying, we just, what, what is so wrong? being equal in the justice system, and, and, and clearly it's not. Uh, that's that's my perspective. That's what I'm understanding is that he's saying we should all, the law should apply for you, it should apply for me, it should be the same law. 
you know, don't don't say, you know, don't give this one over here extra this or that. I guess that's what he's trying to say, and that's what I'm taking from it. And 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 yes, on the surface, that's that's how I I looked at it. But I guess in response to in in response to what what happened to actress Felicity Huffman, you know, the first thing that came to my mind is here is another rich actor or rich uh, a celebrity, Hollywood celebrity, coming to the defense of another rich Hollywood celebrity, and uh, and 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 that um it almost seemed to me as if he was justifying the lower sentence that uh that felicity got and uh in so many ways in some respects and then saying you know um that if if hers was 14 days then uh you know I, I I guess I just didn't see it that way. I didn't see I didn't see it that way. But I do understand that if everything being everything being equal, if every if, you know committing the same crime, because you know one one person, you know Felicity's. I, I looked at I looked at at her particular crime as as far greater than you falsifying a home address uh, so that your daughters could go to a better school district. Um, you know, for me, it's is is fifteen thousand dollars to falsify a, a, a SAT exam so she could get into Stanford University. I think is a much greater and larger crime than than simply falsifying a home address so that your daughters could go to a better school district. You agree with that? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Because and, and being that you brought that up. Uh, just looking at like just the things that they did. Another difference is that her children are grown now. They are young adults. They are grown adults. And how is it that the judge was able to say, "Look, you go home, you tidy up all your ends, and we'll meet you on the thirtieth of I don't, I don't even know. I can't remember the date. I'm just making the date up." Right. And my kids were babies, and she she didn't know they didn't know if I was going to have somebody to take care of my babies at that moment and and time. You know, and they just said, whatever, take her away and put her in jail. You know, so, I mean, so, I mean, uh, and all the things that what I was reading, like them taking pictures and, like, Photoshopping the pictures, you know, and and it was just, it was so much. It was so much, and it's a lot. And it was different. It was on a different, whole different level than uh, mine. It definitely was. And when you break it all the way down, then absolutely, you know, I don't want to, like, contradict myself, but as we're sitting here and we're talking about all the things and you start getting into the details of exactly what happened, I mean, good grief. I, I, can, I can't see how how you can justify a lower sentence for, for, a, for a far greater crime versus, um, you know, versus uh, the, the, you know, they're both, cr- they're, they're both cr- uh, crimes, but uh, but definitely you know uh paying $15,000 to falsify uh, uh a college admissions exam is a far greater crime than uh simply you know falsifying a uh home address so that your daughters could go to a better school district the objectives are might might be the same in in a sense but the crimes are two different i mean we're talking apples and oranges in my mind Apples and oranges, and I didn't use McDonald's address. I used my parents' address. That's just an analogy. 
<laughs> right. It was a real address. It was a real, and it was my parents' address. You know, like we had been, grew up there and stuff. It was just, it was just my parents' address. So it was just, it was just so, so ridiculously sad how all of that happened. My, my mom ended up uh, losing the house after my dad passed away. It was just. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Miss the college and pro football kickoff show featuring former all-pro wide receiver Derek Mason. Of course, man, I cannot let you go without talking a little bit about what's going on with uh, Jay-Z and the NFL. Catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Radio.com and MichaelNimmons.com. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past milling. Because Jay-Z, you may be past milling, but the guys that are still milling, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past milling. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table doesn't mean we all eat this fact. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Poet and lyricist Ty Scott King wishing radio host Michael Newman and the Thinking Out Loud radio show a happy second year anniversary. Y'all make sure y'all keep supporting, keep listening. This is God's work. So keep it locked in Jesus' name. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. you're enjoying part two of our interview with educator and activist Kelly Williams Bolar. Let's get back into this empowering and inspiring interview. Hmm. Wow. The aftermath of all of this was is just uh, you know devastating and yes you know you, you might have, might have only had to serve uh, 10 days of physical jail time but you also were strapped with three years of, of probation. Uh, you know, you lost your teaching certificate. You know, you you lost your father. Your mom lost her home. I mean, there were a lot of things that happened as a result of this. And in this particular case with actress Felicity Huffman, I'm even hearing now that she may not even serve the 14 days 
uh, you know, which is a which is a likely proper possibility. Does she want the absolutely? That's what that's, and I heard that as well. Glad you mentioned that. And uh, and not only, now I do want to mention this is that uh, when I went, I had to go to the board of education uh, to the. Uh, down to the board, and I had to, you know, oh my goodness, it was just, uh, it was a lot, and I had to deal with some things, and I had to go before uh, them and and to try to get my license back. Um, now, mind you, like I said, I'm not a head teacher in the classroom, I'm a paraprofessional. I deal with students, um, but I still have a license, you know, and I and I I was able to get retrieve my license to work with the kids. I still work in the classroom with uh, kids who have uh, behavior issues, uh, handicaps, that they just really get upset very fast. That's the population of students that I work with. Um, I try to uh, redirect their uh, behaviors. But, no, but I am so, I'm so fortunate that they did not, like, just snatch it and say that's it, that's all. They gave me an opportunity to basically, you know, plead my, my case and really explain to them, you know, what I, what, what I had done. And I, I just think at the end of the day, they knew that a lot of this didn't fit. The, the crime didn't, the punishment, the crime didn't fit the punishment, you know. And so mm. they gave me an opportunity to uh, be able to feed my, my family, you know, continue to feed my family. Because you start getting two, two, two felonies or more, I mean, what, what you know, what, what can you do? Maybe own your own business. Um I mean, that's awesome, too, but I'm just saying is that trying to work in corporate world or, or trying to, um, you know, work somewhere uh, and be and really make good money, it's going to be very difficult uh, if you have a felony. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, go ahead. When that, situa- when that situation happened with me uh, and Tanya McDowell, the lady reached out to me, this lady named Gwen Samuel. She is a wonderful woman. And she's an advocate for um, she was an advocate for me, and she's an advocate for Tanya Tanya as well. And I was to go up there to help Tanya. We had this is like almost it was the weirdest thing. It was like almost at the same time the same thing happened to her, and it had happened to me at at you know like the same year. Craziest thing because you never heard of it before, or at least I hadn't. And then all of a sudden, bam! You know this happens, and then it happens to two moms. You know, and stuff, so it was just really crazy. But she was able, she did five years. She's been out maybe about a year now. Check it out. Um, research it, and she should be out. Because um, I know um, my um, the lady who advocated for her, she went before the judge about this time last year, um, just letting her know what Tanya McDowell was doing and how she was doing um, out in the community and stuff, you know, because, I, you know, other than she did five years, if you look it up, you know, like check it out, but she did five years, but I think, they were trying to give her 12 because of the, cause she did have some other issues, you know, like other stuff. And so, which was neither here nor there, but you're talking about the kids, you know. So, so, um, but they did let, uh, what I understand is that they did let her out. So she is definitely out. She's been out for about a year, but she did do like hmm. five years. Wow. Yes, and I would love, because I'm going to Connecticut uh, next week, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to have that time to actually be able to meet her. Um, you know, I would love to meet her um, and, and just, you know, sit down and talk to her and see her perspective and see her thoughts on, on different things of that nature. But I know she's been I know she's been very um, quiet and stuff. And, and, I, and I think that um, I, I really haven't heard too much. Like, I, I just haven't. But I know she's doing good out in the community and just, you know, just trying to be a mom and just trying to get her son to be of age you know, to be a productive citizen in society as well. Wow. I know you guys are enjoying 
our interview with educator and activist Kelly Williams Bowler. So happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight. And um, again, our show is titled uh, Justice or Just Us. And just talking about some of the inequities uh, within our criminal justice system. And, you know, so many, um, you know, so many uh, examples of, uh, of of these inequities that, that black people, black and brown people have faced, you know, driving while black, swimming while black, uh, sleeping while black, you know, now going to school while black. And I mean, it's just so many, uh, so many things that you can, can can outline and and discuss and you know as we can as we kind of wrap this interview up and and wind down you know i want to know from you what are some lessons or takeaways that you you know have uh as a result of this experience you mentioned earlier about the willie lynch letter and you know as a part of this and 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 you know i kind of want to know from you what are some lessons or takeaways that you have you know, as you begin to, you know, think about, you know, your experiences and and even juxtapose that with the actress Felicity Huffman and 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 her 14 day sentence. And, you know, now, you know, possibly not even serving that time. You know, what what are some of your thoughts? What are some of the takeaways and lessons that you have, uh, uh, you know, you have and in, in, in have that you have rather uh, in this situation? Um, some things that, as far as like takeaway, as far as, well, just on a personal level, um, I definitely, you know, when it all happened, I know I sat down with my girls and I told them what I did was wrong and I wanted them to understand that. And I always try to be truthful with them. And I extremely, and I I expressed to them when this happened to me, I expressed to them how, how important it is to be truthful and not to, you know, that I did a wrong thing by using you know, grandma and grandpa's address. And so I have to let them know um, in life, everything is not always handed to you, but you just have to, um, you have to make it, you have to make it the best way you can um, as honestly as you can, you know? So that right there was one huge thing for me um, because I wanted them to understand honesty and, and then, you know, and they definitely got it because of what happened uh, with us so that's one big thing. Um, as far as the actresses, I, you know, what you know, what 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 lessons or you know, I mean, like like I said, you mentioned the Willie Lynch letter earlier, and you know, I, I just want to know what lessons or you know, or or takeaways. Not not it may not be pertaining directly to any of the actresses that are involved, but you know, just some lessons or takeaways that you've learned you know, as a result of this experience and how it's impacted and affected you? You always have, uh, what impacted me is to see how much of a challenge we have. Yes, we've come a long way, but let me tell you, we have one heck of a road to still try to conquer and, and get through. Like, there's so many challenges. And you try your best not to, you know, you try your best just to keep moving every day and think that, okay, it's okay, it's not that bad, it's not that bad. But then you study hearing things, you study seeing things on your social media, and you're just like, man, when is it going to get better? Um, so what I take away is, you know, we just have to we have to continue fighting. And if, you know, if we have any young people uh, listening and you're ready to start your life and career, go into law. We need as many we need as many young youngsters into law as possible 
We need to be able to, and, and you don't have to be, listen, you can be any age, okay, if that's what you want to do. Uh, you can be any age, so don't let the, don't let age uh, stop you. Um, but also, volume. We, we, if, if we all stay together um, and don't tear each other down and don't, you know, that crab, what's it called, crabs in the bucket, you know, if we just stay together and try to bond and try to build our relationships and our communities up so nobody can just come in and just tear us up. Um, when I, just a case scenario, when that situation happened with me, I truly felt like Rosa Parks, if you ever watched her movie, you would see that even her own family turned their back on her. It's no, it's, now, that was many years ago. You know, her own community and, and the white people, they didn't want nobody black coming in. They didn't want anyone to speak up. They were like, you're coming into our territory. We're just fine without you. All those things were competitive. It was really scary to hear, to watch that movie. And then this, in 2011, the exact same thing was coming, was, 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 was coming right back around. So we, as a community, we have to build our own community and, and start our own, you know, keep our businesses and, and, and uh Oh, goodness gracious, boy, I tell you what, we get to talking about this, we can go on and on and on because I just truly feel that we, if we, if we bond and, and um, create our, uh, create, you know, something, um, create our communities together, you know, businesses, and, and, and make sure that we're very aware of what's going on and understand the revised codes and all these different things, oh, my goodness, we could be so much stronger instead of trying to tear each other down. That's the gist of what I'm trying to say. You know, and that's the Willie Lynch letter. Is that everything that's everything that's unfolding now is what they wanted. And if if you never heard of the Willie Lynch letter, you need to look it up and read it and break it down because that's what they want to do to us. And we have to, if we know better, we do better. And it's so. And, and I really like that. How you call what you name the show because you know I have a book. It's free. I don't. Uh, it's the, the ebook is free. The hard copy is like I think nine ninety nine, but the but the uh, ebook is free. So if anybody want to uh, read the ebook, it's on uh, Amazon. It is free, um, and it's called The Mom, Kelly Williams Bolar Story. The subtitle is so ironic. Okay, the subtitle is called Justice. It's just like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. Now I say that because the day that they were picking the jurors out, the prosecutor, and he was a he was a black man, one of the prosecutors, it was like a team of these people, but, it, but one of them was a, a black guy. He came out, and he looked at me and my dad, and he gave us the worst snarl, and he looked at us, and he grinned, and that is what he stated to us. He said, yeah, justice is just like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. I looked at my dad. Mm. I had never heard of it in that in that phrase, you understand, and, and then to say it in such a um, an, uh, a mean way, you know, me and my dad, he, we just looked at each other, and my dad was like, you know, he just shook his head like, man, this is, this is going to be bad, you know, we knew, we knew it, we knew it, so, but anyway. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Award-winning journalist, Carolyn 
Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. All we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that she's not going to be the ones who stopped uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, uh, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. The black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar, L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you've enjoyed part two of our series, Justice or Just Us, featuring educator and activist Kelly Williams Bolar. Let's hear the conclusion of this empowering and insightful interview. Um, you know, as we wrap this interview with uh, Kelly Williams Bolar on tonight, educator and activist, so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want to know from you. You know, what are you doing now? Um, I understand that you are touring the country, you know, um, uh, sharing your story and, um, you know, and, 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 you know, and really trying to, um, to, 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 uh, you know, advocate and, 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 and really um, shed light on this, these, these inequities with, that exist within the criminal justice system. So uh, share with our listeners, what are you doing now and how they can, Keep up, keep up with you. How they can follow you on social media, and uh, and what you're doing next. Okay, so I am on Facebook, and you can just look me up, Kelly Williams Bolar. Kelly is spelled with K E L L E Y. I have two E's, um, and you can just look me up on Facebook. And you guys can always email me. Actually, my email is the exact as uh, my name. It's Kelly Williams Bolar at Gmail dot com. And again, it's Kelly with two E's. You know, I don't know why, but that's just how it is. I, 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 that's just 
that's just my name. So anyway, <laughs> so I, I do advocate and I do um, speak. You know, my, my first love is the classroom, you know, just being able to talk to kids and, and, and inspire them and, and, and be able to uh, – you know, these kids are emotionally disturbed on many levels, and sometimes things that happen to them, maybe they didn't eat the night before, maybe they slip out on their front porch, maybe they uh, don't have clothes upon their back, um, and it's the second day of, 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 of the first week of school. You know, all these different things. So these kids are being, you know, laughed at or bullied or whatever, or whatever the situation is, you know. So my job, not I'm not talking just to teach, okay? We know that, but I, I feel that I must always inspire these kids and to tell them my, and then, you know, as many cases that I, I will tell them my story and, you know, then it's like I build a bond with them because I have to let them know I'm not that teacher that you look at if you see me somewhere outside the building. You're like, what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be at the building? No, I'm a, I'm a human being. I live, with, you know, so, you know, it's funny how sometimes kids think you don't live nowhere but that school. We have lives and we go beyond uh, just the school. So I definitely love, you know, just talking to the kids and encouraging them. And also when I do speak and when I travel, when I speak, I do the same thing. You know, like I, I go to colleges, I go to universities, I go to schools, I go to uh, churches. You know, if, if anyone's listening out there, if they know someone that may want to go to their, their school or ter- church or whatever, I go and I talk to these kids. I talk to the young adults. I talk to grandmas, grandpas, you know, because even though they may not be going through my situation, they may be going through something that is challenging. Trials and tribulations enter our lives daily. So I come to them and I tell them, listen, if I can come out of my depression and if I can come out of my situation, understand, we all go through something. But guess what? I totally believe that the reason why we go through these things is to help someone else. Right. I think we all have a purpose. You know, we have a purpose. And so, our purpose is to help someone else. And when you also, also, when you are going through something that's major in your life or traumatic, write, write, get yourself a journal, make sure you write and just write everything that's going on or your feelings because that's therapeutic and that helps you get through whatever it is that you're, that you're battling for that moment in time in your life. And maybe one day you can look back at it and say, wow, I was able to get through that. Look at me now, you know, so, uh, those are things that I always, anytime I have an opportunity to speak or just like right now to speak and talk to the listeners, I just want you guys to know to stay strong. You know, if I could come out of that situation losing my daddy 100 miles away, shackled through a bed, and, and and not being able to say goodbye to a man that reared me, raised me, disciplined me, and did everything he could to make me a productive citizen in society, that I know that you guys can do whatever it is that you want to do and don't give up hope. Never, never, never give up hope. You got this. You got this. You did out of all those trillions of little cells. I don't know the numbers. Okay. But I know it's a lot, whatever it was, you, you were able to hit that little sperm was able to hit that little egg and you guys are here. So don't, don't not use your being. Be who you are the best you can be every day. Give it 110. And you will see, you, if you give yourself 110 for 21 days straight, oh, my gosh, you don't know what mountains you will be moving. Mm. Wow. There you have it, guys. I'm, I know you have been truly blessed and uh, empowered by the words of educator and activist, 
Kelly Williams Bolar. So happy to have had her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight. And before we let you go, uh, tell our listeners again about your book and where they can buy it. You have an ebook and you have a hard copy. Let them know how they can uh, access that product uh, on tonight. Okay, yes. Go to Amazon. It's called The Mom. And then the subtitle is Justice. It's just like beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder. And the Kelly Williams Bolar story. You go to Amazon. If you guys want to reach out to me and you want to, um, you know, if you think that you might want me to, even even if you just want me, if you if you have a situation and you just need me to talk to somebody, you know, not even, you know, it would be great if I could come to a school or a college or, or you, you know, and, and speak at a church or whatever. But let me tell you something. Sometimes that one-on-one, if you feel in some kind of way, you just need someone to communicate with and talk to, you email me and we can make a way where we can talk and I can uh, inspire if you have a child that's going through something and you just want somebody to talk to. Because sometimes when you talk to a stranger or someone that you really don't know, man, you it, it, it does something. It's like even though you may have been saying this a hundred times to this one person, but there's someone outside of that can come in and they can say the same thing. And then all of a sudden you read them. Right, right. Just con- you can contact me. You can email me. Again, my email address is kellywilliamsbolar at gmail.com. Connect. Just connect. I'm here. Well, there you have it, guys. Again, we certainly appreciate you. I know all of our listeners do as well for you being on the show with us on tonight. And we wish you nothing but uh, success and blessings in the days and weeks to come and all that you do and, and, and every life that you're able to touch as a result of your advocacy and activism, uh, you know, in the area of education, because I certainly believe, as Malcolm X said, education is our passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to the people that prepare for today. And certainly we were been, we've been blessed by you, and uh, we will definitely be in touch. May God continue to bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Mariah Powell with Mariah Powell Ministries, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the anniversary show featuring meteorologist Denise Isaac and the music of lyricist Ty Scott King. from NBC 10's Boston, Denise Ice. What advice would you give a young person looking to get into this profession? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. So continue to work hard. It's not easy. Um, you may have to move to different cities, but it's okay. Really stay humble, you know, and, and learn as much as you can. Learn from others. Don't gossip. Because once again, it's a small business. You may think you will never see 
Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you get you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 The Thinking Out Loud radio show. In this week's Thought of the Week, we examine another one of my favorite scriptures to glean some insights into some of the benefits of tribulation. I know you're probably saying, did I hear him correctly? Did he just say there are benefits in tribulation? That's exactly what I said. In Romans 5 and 7, Paul writes, And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works with patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. What a powerful declaration of faith by Paul, and let us take a few minutes to unpack these verses so we can learn and grow together. Paul starts verse 7 by making a bold declaration that we glory in tribulation. In other words, we're not scared of the obstacles that we face which is not a common practice amongst those who call themselves children of God. We glory in a lot of things, but tribulation is definitely not one of them. I haven't met 
one person yet that is excited when they're presented with a new test or trial, but rather it seems a natural inclination to be overcome with fear, anxiety, and frustration. But Paul here is saying that we should glory in our tribulation because through our tribulation yields some invaluable benefits that can help us grow as children of God. The first benefit that Paul surmises is that tribulation work is patience. When we experience trials and tribulations as children of God, it comes to upset our equilibrium. They come to make us uncomfortable. But it is through our discomfort that God is teaching us patience. It is through our darkest days that we learn to put our trust squarely in God. In some respects, tribulation comes to draw us closer to the answer to all of our problems. Patience becomes an invaluable asset that is gained when we go through. Paul continues this verse by saying that patience also yields experience. One thing about tribulation that we cannot deny, it comes with a whole new set of experiences that we have to learn to deal with and go through. Experiences that show the side of God that we may have never seen had we not had the privilege, as Paul writes, of going through. We would never know God to be a healer had we never been sick. We would never know God to be a waymaker had we not needed a way to be made. We would have never known God to be a provider had we not needed him to be the supplier of all of our needs. And what you learn through tribulation is that on the other side of it, God is even greater than what you thought you knew about him. He continues to exceed your expectations. And finally, Paul says that experience produces hope or faith. In fact, Paul said in another passage that we move from faith to faith. And the way we do that is through our experiences. It is through our experiences that our faith is continually built in a God that we cannot comprehend with our natural senses. He continues to confound our thinking and yet he is undeniably proven through our faith. So ultimately, it is our faith that grows through our tribulation. And that is essentially why Paul encourages us to endure the tests, endure the trials, because there is a blessing waiting for us in the end. The one thing I love about God's word is that it is thoroughly honest and candid with us as children of God. The word of God lets us know very clearly and emphatically that those that will live godly shall suffer persecution. Those that desire to live for God must endure tribulation. This is a reality that the word of God does not cover nor hide. Why is that? One would think that if this was a reality that comes with living for God, that this should be hidden. It probably shouldn't be a part of the marketing strategy of becoming a Christian. But God does it this way because there are some invaluable benefits that come with tribulation. There are some intangible treasures that accompany those who would dare to challenge themselves to grow in God. And surprisingly, one of those rare and coveted attributes of tribulation is not just enduring, but learning how to dance in the rain.
want to give a special shout out to educator and activist Kelly Williams Bolar for sharing part two of her story with us. Remember, you can purchase her book entitled Mom, Justice in the Eye of the Beholder on Amazon. Follow her on Facebook at Kelly Williams Bolar. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y Williams hyphen Bolar, B-O-L-A-R. There you'll be able to connect with her and find out what she's doing next. Also want to give a special, special shout out to our adopted choir, the Detroit Youth Choir, DYC again, doing a tremendous job uh, taping actually on tonight uh, for the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, just doing a tremendous job. And again, remember, we're going to be interviewing uh, director Anthony White on next week's show. So this is a show, guys, you don't want to miss director anthony white from the detroit youth choir is going to be on talking about life after america's got talent it's a show you don't want to miss thank you for tuning in to tonight's show we truly truly appreciate it we hope you enjoyed tonight's show uh the conclusion of justice or just us remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast your support uh, helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web and so until next time, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.